1: Well, hello, 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 everyone, and welcome to the Charvette Mitchell Radio Show, broadcasting from the capital city of Richmond, Virginia, but guess what? Heard all across the world, Wide Web, O to the M to the G, hello, everyone. Welcome here uh, to our 2017 season opening show. Can you believe it? Yep, yep, yep. We are super excited to have um, all of you that are tuning in, that are checking us out, coming in from Twitter, coming in from Facebook, coming in from Charvette.com, from my mobile app, and certainly all of our rebroadcast stations. We thank you for checking us out here today. So we have a phenomenal show. Let me tell you about the lineup. I have hanging out with me in the virtual uh, green room. I'm going to be bringing her up to the mic shortly. Grace Robinson is here with us. Listen, the blue-haired girl, I'm telling you, if you've been on my social media, you've seen my pictures, so I know you've been intrigued by her hair alone. (laughs) Yep, yep, yep. Um, But I'm really excited. Um, Online, we call her Storyteller Girl Grace, uh, and I am telling you what, she's here to chat with us and share some tips on Twitter. Yeah, how do you use Twitter? What are you going to do on Twitter? Uh, And so I know a lot of people oftentimes feel kind of stuck a little bit or like I I got Facebook kind of down but I'm not sure what I'm doing with this Twitter thing uh, and so Grace Robinson is here with us she's a content writer and a social media uh, manager and a lover of stories real or imaginary and a lover of words in any language and she's also a fellow Speaker, She's a fellow speaker along with myself at an upcoming conference um, that's going to be hosted here in the capital city of Richmond, Virginia, Agile Writers Conference. And I am telling you what, if you are a writer in any stage of writing, whether you're beginning um, to draft uh, your, your work or if you are already in the middle of it or if you're finishing up, there is something, there's a track. Uh, there are seminars and sessions at the Agile Writer Conference that are for you. All right, so uh, we're going to tell you all about it, so you're going to hang around here. We also have, listen, this is a wham-bam, thank you, ma'am. We have um, two guests uh, that will be joining us. I'm going to let you know we got another surprise guest coming in. But in our second segment, we want you to hang around, stick around, because we have Don McCoy that is going to be joining us in our second segment. Uh, She is a speaker, a leadership strategist, and an author as well. She is going to be giving us tips for leadership to improve and 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 uh, strengthen your leadership skills for 2017 uh, she's the founder of Flourish Leadership Group LLC and you want to stick around I know the age old question are you born a leader can you become a leader do you get groomed to be a leader listen wherever you stand on the fence with that debate uh, we have some tips and strategies for you for leadership in 2017 so this is what I want you to do jump on Facebook jump on Twitter Tell them, hey, come over and listen to the Charvette Mitchell Radio Show. You don't want to miss the season opening. All right, so let's go ahead and jump right on in. I'm going to bring my first guest up to the mic. Um, Again, really excited um, and intrigued to hear more from Grace Robinson uh, right here in the capital city of Richmond, Virginia, with us uh, over on the right side of the virtual couch with me. Hello, Grace. Welcome to the show. Hi, thank you for having me hello hello all right so of course we have to start out with you telling us about the blue hair is there is there a significance can you just tell us Uh,
2: yes I I thought that might be the uh, the first question is the the hair Yes. yes um well honestly it started a couple of years ago as just kind of a hey I want to do something different I'm sure we've all had an experience where we're just like want to do something different, you know, whether it's cutting your hair, or, you know, getting a new car, or, you know, anything in between, Um, Uh so I just wanted to try something different, so I talked with my stylist, and uh, so got some blue hair, and I immediately fell in love with it, and I decided I didn't want it to be just a one-time thing, and I have kept blue hair for over two years now, and I've actually kind of rolled it into my branding. It's become kind of part of who I am. I'm the blue-haired writer girl so It's just kind of part oh, of who I am now. Oh my
3: goodness.
1: And listen, it doesn't hurt that Twitter's brand color is blue either. So that that yeah. doesn't <laughs> that doesn't hurt at all. It's a side uh, benefit. Wonderful. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> Grace. <laughs> exactly. All right, so tell us how did you get into, you know, um storytelling, writing, loving words and books, all
4: that good stuff?
2: Um really it's been a lifelong passion. Um, I've, I've always been interested in stories, um, mostly fantasy. Honestly, what I write mostly is fantasy fiction. Um, but I've always just loved, I've loved a good story ever since I was a kid. And even when I was young and in elementary and middle school, I enjoyed writing stories just kind of for fun for myself. Um, and then as I moved into high school and college, I decided that was mostly kind of what I wanted to do with my time. I wanted to figure out how to make money by using words wow
1: and then here we are uh, so certainly you your freelance writer um, and then you mm-hmm. really have strong um, strong skill set with content writing and social media managing and so when did the social media um, kind of love become come about and
2: get birth um, again it's I can't say it's been lifelong because I am older than the birth of social media um but um really since social media kind of first first hit the scene maybe even before we had the term social media um back in the early days of MySpace I don't know if anybody remembers MySpace um
3: oh yeah back in
2: the, <laughs> back in the early 2000s um I was a fairly early adopter of MySpace and absolutely fell in love with the the concept of being able to you know um share with people all over the world, being able to reach people in an almost instantaneous manner, um, a whole lot faster than email. Um, And it just felt more real somehow being able to connect with people all over the world and being able to share pictures and all this stuff. So really I've been interested in social media just for myself personally. Um, Yeah. Ever since MySpace was around and then I uh, just kind of, stayed very interested in it and moved into it more professionally. I don't want to say by accident, but it just sort of developed <laughs> as it, I was always one of the people, wherever I happened to be working, I was always one of the people who knew the most about it, had the most experience with social media, kind of unofficially got put in charge of the social media, that kind of thing. Um, just <laughs> because of my knowledge and experience, I guess.
1: <laughs> awesome. Awesome. And so um, then you've, kind of spun into really um, social media coaching for writers, and so Mm -hmm. helping writers and authors to really understand the power of social media. Do you find that writers and authors um, either shy away from it or they embrace it or they're just like, I don't know what I'm supposed to be doing on social media?
2: Really kind of both. Um, There's... Mm -hmm. There's a group um, who are very active, who know what they're doing, who have been in social media since the dawn of time, like me. Um, But I also have found that there's a lot of writers of all ages, too. It's not really age-specific. So saying, hey, I'm a little bit older. I didn't grow up with social media. Um, There's even some young people who they use social media, but they don't really know how to use it uh, professionally or intentionally to really grow themselves as an author they've maybe used it just kind of for fun um which is fine but there's so much more power to social media so I found that a lot of authors from all walks of life all ages all backgrounds um really a lot of people don't have a full understanding of how to use it to really grow themselves as an author and grow their brand and reach readers so that's what I try to help with Awesome. And our listeners, as I mentioned
1: earlier, uh, Grace and I are both speakers at the Agile Writer Conference um, that's going to be here in Richmond, Virginia, Saturday, January twenty eighth, 2017, uh, the Holiday Inn, uh, RIC, uh, Richmond International Airport. And um, we both are in Track 4, which is the social media and marketing segment and um, grace you're going to tackle twitter i'm gonna I'm stick more hang around more with facebook but um i want to give listen to just a preview and, and those that are listening in saying oh wow i need to i need to be at that I'm, I'm a writer i'm aspiring and i need some help they listen they've got the beginner track the middle track the end track uh just getting started crafting your writing self-publishing all of that you can go to agilewriters.com agilewriters.com and, and find out how to register and all that good stuff it's also on Charvet dot com. So, Grace, let's give them a little little snippet and talk and share with our listeners um, about Twitter. And I have found that Twitter is most where most people kind of have um, insecurity. Like if they've gotten Facebook down, they're like, okay, I'm not mm-hmm. sure what I'm supposed to be doing on Twitter. So, let's describe Twitter um, to those that may not have any
2: idea like what goes on Twitter. Okay. Um, well. Twitter is definitely very different from Facebook. Twitter is, they originally started calling it a micro-blogging site. Micro, of course, meaning small. Um, Your posts have to be 140 characters or less. So everything has to be short and sweet. Um, But the interesting thing about Twitter is that maybe because, partly because of its brevity, it's very real-time. You Mm -hmm. can connect with people instantaneously and actually have... Well, full-on real conversations with people, just tweeting back and forth, as they call it. Um, so there's the power of real time, which is one of the things that can set it apart from some other social media, um, other social media sites. Um, also, a lot of companies, um, a lot of companies and businesses are on Facebook, but they're also on Twitter, and it can be another great way to connect with. You know professional people or businesses that you might otherwise feel disconnected from, whether they be publishers or editing houses or some other kind of business or profession professional people that you want to try to get in touch with, um, there a lot of them are on Twitter, so that's a great way to connect with people. That's such a good point,
1: um, that you bring up there. I hosted a conference at the end of um, mid December and we had um Antoinette Essa who from um W T V R six was one of our special guests and she mentioned how um you know, to connect with reporters and, and the like by, you know, following them on Twitter. Like you can mm-hmm. connect with the press, you know, on Twitter um and you'll we will hear the news, we'll cite, you know, some celebrities tweeted something and, and it's certainly you know it, it's a huge thing so just wanted to kind of piggyback on that point you made there <laughs> so um, as far as twitter so if someone sets up a twitter account and a lot of people say okay well i have a twitter account but i'm you know i don't have a lot going on can we go over the basics like the cover image and maybe you know what they should put in the little bio just some kind of basic like just presence tips for uh, our listeners
2: Okay, well, um, again, I come at things from the angle of helping writers specifically, but these tips generally would work for anybody, whether you're a writer or not. But, of course, we are kind of talking about writing here since we're we're both going to be speaking at the uh, Agile Writers Conference. Um, As far as setting up your profile and, and what you want your image to look like, the most important thing to remember, which everybody knows but they kind of forget about, is that whatever is on Twitter is public. Whatever is on any mm-hmm. social media is public. Um, even if you have your privacy settings set high, and Twitter does have different levels of privacy settings, if you don't want everything public. But basically, if you don't want somebody to see it, don't put it on there. <laughs> That's my general rule that I, that I tell people. Um, and as far as cover image and your bio and things like that, if you're using Twitter professionally or you're wanting to use Twitter to build your brand, build your platform, reach people with your business or your art or whatever you're trying to produce to reach people your services uh, whatever the case might be Um, you if you have a logo use that Um, make sure your images and your bio match whatever you might have anywhere else on the web if you have a website and you have a logo or colors on your banner on your website make sure it matches on your Twitter profile Because people who find you online one way or another, if they see your website and then they see you on Twitter and the color scheme matches and the logo matches and you have the same profile picture, people will know it's you. Um, And if it doesn't match, people won't know it's you right away. And they may not take the time to read even that short bio to go, oh, this is the same person. Because people are really visual and in in the realm of social media especially, our attention spans are really short. That might be good. That might be bad, but that it is what it is. Um, so people, <laughs> it you don't want to have people digging for information to figure out, hey, is this really the same person? Hey, is this person a writer or, or not? Or, or what exactly do they do or what do they look like? Um, I do recommend putting a picture of yourself as your little bio picture or your avatar, they call it on Twitter, uh, your profile picture, a, a professional picture of yourself. Um, If it's a company, maybe a logo would be okay, but if you're an entrepreneur or in business for yourself, kind of like I am, um, you are probably better off using a picture of yourself because people want to connect with people, ultimately.
1: Yes. And I am saying amen to everything that you have said. So we we are on the same wavelength there. All right. So we got their patience. Now, I'm a writer or an author um, or even an entrepreneur. And I say, okay. I feel like I've got these things in place. I understand what Twitter is. Now, like, what do I? What do I say? What are some things I can say on Twitter? So do you have any suggestions <laughs> around the things that people can tweet, in particular writers
2: and authors, and we're focusing on that? Mhm. Well, sometimes it can be challenging at first to find the right ratio of sharing professional stuff versus personal stuff, sharing other people's content versus your own content. But I like to say start with an even mix of all of that. Um, People want to get to know you personally, Um, so posting or tweeting things about yourself that relate to your profession or the brand or platform that you're trying to build is always good. If you finished a good book and you're a writer, well, writers are usually readers, so you can post a tweet about whether you like this book or not, whether you would recommend it. Um, Definitely share some content from other people within your same industry. Um, because that shows that you're knowledgeable about your own industry. You're interested in your, and keeping up with trends and growth and just kind of current events and what's going on in your industry, whether it's writing or anything else. So sharing content from some other reputable sources, other people, other businesses that you follow, sharing some of that is definitely a good thing, Um just because it helps share information. If you found it interesting, if you found something interesting or helpful, chances are a lot of other people would too. So go ahead and share that out. Uh, but also share content about yourself. If you're even if you don't have anything published yet, uh, say you're a writer, even if you don't have any works published yet, if you're working on something, you know every writer has to start out with a first draft before they can get published. So if you're working on yeah. your first draft, your second draft, your tenth draft. <laughs> Um, you finally sent something <laughs> off to the editor. Um, you're getting your cover designs, things like that. Tweet those things because people are interested and it builds uh, people's interest in what you're doing and gets people excited and again helps people connect with, with the real you. Wow, brings them along
1: for the ride. Brings them yeah, along uh, yeah. what you're doing. Okay, so you've given, Grace, you've given some awesome, awesome uh, tips so far. What we're going to do is take a quick commercial break, listeners, a quick commercial break. And then, Grace, when we come back, I'd love for you to share um, a little bit about maybe even hashtags or how, you know, responding to other people's tweets or tagging people. Maybe how important are some of those things kind of to increase the reach for maybe some of our listeners that are on Twitter and a little bit more advanced. So we'll tackle that when we come back from the break. All right, listeners, we'll be right back after this quick commercial break. Don't you move. Don't you budge. We'll be right back.
0: It's the Charvette Mitchell Radio Show. Charvette will be back after this.
5: Hello, we are 123JobZone.com, an online job search portal. We are user friendly, and if you're searching for a job with us, it's easy as 123. Step 1 Go to www.123jobzone.com and register as a job seeker. Step 2 Once registered, upload your resumes. Step 3 Get connected with employers looking for people like you who are ready and willing to work. Don't forget to follow 123JobZone on Twitter and Facebook to find out more about our upcoming job fairs. What are you waiting for? Stop by 123JobZone.com today. Good luck with your job search. Spiritual Food for Thought
1: 31 Inspirational Quotes to Jumpstart Your Day by Latanya Boyd consists of inspirational messages that offer daily words of empowerment, promote spiritual growth and development in the Lord Jesus Christ for your day-to-day living. Spiritual Food for Thought 31 Inspirational Quotes to Jumpstart Your Day available now on Kindle, ebook and paperback log on to www.latiboyd.com.
0: She's here to motivate, excite, and influence you. She's Charvette Mitchell. 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 It's the Charvette Mitchell radio show with in-depth interviews from today's leading authors, gospel artists, stars that you want to know about. And now, Charvette Charvette Mitchell.
1: Back. Welcome back again to the Charlotte Mitchell Radio Show, broadcasting from the capital city of Richmond, Virginia, but heard all across the world the wide web. We're hanging out here, chatting with Grace Robinson, uh, giving you all some tips for using Twitter. Yes, 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 and we're going to give you some more tips. I definitely want to highlight. I want to highlight uh, Agile Writers Conference. Both Grace and I are. The speakers in the social media and marketing segment, along with some others, and I'm telling you what, Agile Writer Conference, January 28th, um, all day long. you want to pick up tickets, get your tickets. Get your tickets at agilewriters.com. There you can see the information about track one, which is the beginning track, track two, which is the middle track track three, which is the end, and then track four, uh, and you can find out the full schedule uh, from AgileWriters.com when you register and you're able to see uh, information about the speakers. What's amazing is that there are several breakout um, seminars happening simultaneously, so there is something uh, for everyone, like Four simultaneous tracks going on at the same time, and then five seminars per track, uh, each 75 minutes each. Um, There's a break for lunch, certainly, so go register, register, and I'd love to see you in person, and Grace would love to see you as well. Um, Shout out to conference host Greg Smith. Shout out to Greg Smith. I am telling you what um, he's been doing The Thing, he's executive director, and um, we are excited to um, have partnered with him, connected with him several years ago, and has continued to connect with him. So executive director uh, Greg Smith, so we shout him out, who's putting this uh, great event on for Saturday, January 28th, at the Holiday Inn, Richmond International Airport. Listen, listeners, I I got something for you. If you use discount code Agile17, agile 17 you'll get ten dollars off your all access ticket pass so check it out check it out all right so let's jump back on and i'm bringing um, grace back up to the mic here uh, as we continue our talk about twitter all right grace so let's jump back in let's talk a little bit more about some more tips for twitter hashtags and all that good stuff so you want to jump in with
2: hashtags all right um, yeah, hashtags. Uh, you've probably seen hashtags around. It's what used to be called a pound sign, the number sign. If you're a musician, it's the sharp sign. Uh, anyway, it's a pretty powerful tool to be used on sites, especially like Twitter. Um, the purpose of a hashtag is to to group subject matters together. A hashtag with a word behind it, uh, you can click on that on your uh, Twitter website or your app on your phone. And you can bring up all the different tweets, all the different people who are tweeting about a particular topic. Um, So some trending hashtags might be about uh, celebrities or current events, Um, but there's some pretty powerful hashtags that are specifically for writers that can connect you with uh, other writers and other people in the writing and publishing industry. Um, Each industry has its own hashtags, but we're talking about writing today, so I'm specifically talking about the writing hashtags, but really any industry that you're in, any business that you're in probably has its own set of hashtags, just like any kind of jargon for <laughs> um, industries. Um, so if you're a writer, uh, whether fiction, nonfiction, even if you're a blogger um, versus writing books, uh, one of the most powerful hashtags is the hashtag am writing. That's A-M mm. writing. Like I am writing, but without the I. Mm. So hashtag am writing. Uh, people use that all the time just to indicate what they're working on, um, and again, it's a great way to connect with other people in your industry. We were talking about that a little bit before the commercial break about the power of Twitter being a- enabling you to connect with people real time and actually have a real yeah. conversation with people. Um, and a lot of people use, a lot of writers use the am writing hashtag uh, to follow each other to see else. See who else is writing right now who's writing right now so they go in and type hashtag am writing uh, and see who is writing who's working on what and you can connect with a lot of author fellow authors that way and just make some new friends even another one is uh, i have never reading. heard of that hashtag so that's really awesome. okay <laughs>
1: now i'm not per se a writer but that's so yeah listen writers and authors catch that if you didn't know that there you go you can thank you can thank grace for that
2: okay awesome uh, another one is am reading. Um, again, writers tend to be, just in general, tend to be bookish people. So if you're reading a good book or you want to find something good to read or you're even doing a quick promotion of a book you just wrote, um, you can use the hashtag amreading, again, to connect with writers, people in the writing industry, and readers. Because, after all, writers need to connect with readers because that's... <laughs> If we write books and nobody reads them, that doesn't do anybody much good. <laughs> so <laughs> right. amreading is, am is another great hashtag that uh, writers uh, can use. And if you're more into content writing or uh, blogging or something of that nature, um, similar hashtags like uh, hashtag blogging, hashtag blog, um, things like that, any variation of the word blog, basically with a hashtag, to connect you with other people who might be in your industry who are might be professional bloggers if you're more into blog writing rather than, say, novel writing.
1: Oh... To the M, to the G. These are golden nuggets for writers and authors. I'm telling you what, you see why. Uh, Greg Smith got Miss Grace to come in and talk about Twitter for Agile Writers Conference. So um, check it out, check it out. Now, Grace, how can people connect with you on Twitter and also your blog and all that good stuff?
2: Okay, well, people can connect with my blog. My blog is StorytellerGirlGrace.com. Uh, it's kind of a long name, but it's all one word, StorytellerGirlGrace.com, and uh, all the links to my social media are there, and if you want to go directly to Twitter, my Twitter handle, or Twitter name, as it is, is uh, StorytellerGirl, but it's G-R-L at the end, with no I, so storytellergirl, <laughs> um, no I and girl, um, but if you could just go to my website, StorytellerGirlGrace.com, then you can find my the links to my Twitter and my Facebook and my Pinterest are right there at the top. Uh, I've got a link for my newsletter and other, lots of other ways to connect with me, as well as a way to get in touch with me via email. And you can connect with me pretty much any way through my website.
1: All right, great connection points, and I have also tweeted, um, so that's an easy place to connect if you're following me on Twitter, uh, <laughs> twitter. dot com slash charvette. Yeah. I tagged there. Um, also, if you're hanging out on charvette. dot I've got the um, website link right there in my blog about Grace, so those are easy connection points. So, um, Grace, as we look towards 2017 trends, what would you say would be any trends in particular on um, Twitter
4: that we should pay attention to or look at?
2: Well, specific trends specific to Twitter. I don't honestly, I don't know that I have specific trends for Twitter in general, but I do know that Twitter continues to be a powerhouse uh, social media website. So, as far as trends for connecting with anyone in your industry and trends for writers to follow, I would recommend Twitter. It continues to be a powerhouse, it's a great way to connect with anybody in the writing industry, whether they're authors, publishers agents, editors, your fans, Um, so, and uh, be continually, as you follow people, leaders in the industry, whether it's uh, Mm well-published authors, um, publishers, things like that, as you continue to follow those people on Twitter, pay attention to what they're tweeting, and pay attention to any new hashtags they might start using, hashtags is an organic thing, there's always new ones coming up, there might be a hot one that came out yesterday that I haven't found out about yet, (laughs) as far as right. writing, the writing community goes. So if you follow a lot of people in the writing industry, you'll start to learn what some of these hashtags are and what kind of what's trending. So stay with it. Check it often. Connect with people frequently. That's for sure. Stay with it.
1: Check it often. Connect with people. People frequently Um, in video. So I've been hearing a buzz about um, Twitter's capability to go live and, um, of course, their connection with Periscope. You have any thoughts Mm -hmm. in that area?
2: Um, I personally have not used that feature yet, but it is a very powerful feature, and I know I've been seeing a lot more videos. Yeah, with Periscope and Twitter had originally bought out Vine, which was kind of the precursor to Periscope as far as I understand it, which is basically short videos, um, really, really short videos. Um, Video is definitely a powerful medium to connect with people, um, as people have probably seen on Facebook with the new Facebook Live feature. You've probably talked about that or will, since I know you're kind of focusing more on Facebook, at least at the conference. Um, So again, I've not personally used it, but it is something that's very powerful, so Again, pay attention to what leaders in your industry are doing, and if they're doing something that seems to be catching on or that you really just like, then uh, go ahead and try it yourself and connect with them about it.
1: There you go. Motivational speaker uh, Tony Robbins says all the time, success leaves clues it leaves mm-hmm. clues behind so i, I <laughs> love that very guidance there. one more t- <laughs> one more time give our listeners um, all of your connection points and how they can connect with you and read your blog and all that
2: okay well again my website is storytellergirlgrace.com so you can find my links to my facebook and my pinterest and my twitter right there i've got the icons right at the top of my website Um, You can follow me, that's my blog, you can follow my blog, Um, you can find my books that way, you can subscribe to my newsletter, all the links are right there at the top in the menu on my website, storytellergirlgrace.com. Wonderful. Okay, well, this has been great, great,
1: great. Now, I know you tweeted. I'm going to put you out there. You tweeted earlier. <laughs> you're like, I'm a little bit nervous, but I'm, com- you know, I'm coming yeah, on the show. You did an outstanding job. I didn't hear any nerves coming through. Uh, so I know our well, listeners
3: you. have I enjoyed, enjoyed this. <laughs> awesome.
1: Well, thank well, you well, for having me. So I appreciate the opportunity. Oh, you're welcome. I look forward to meeting you in
2: person uh, at the Agile Writers Writers Conference. Yes, I'm excited about it, looking forward to it, and I hope that many of your listeners will be seeing us there. It'll be worth it. Absolutely, absolutely. Great, thank you so much.
1: All right, listeners, um, we're going to take a quick commercial break, uh, and then we're going to be back with our next segment. I'm really excited to feature Don McCoy, the Honorable Don McCoy, uh, I should say, who is a nationally recognized speaker leadership strategist and published author um, she's been sought after to speak for corporate government and academic audiences really nationwide uh, and she talks about the effectiveness of leadership community engagement and personal growth again don is the founder of flourish leadership group llc um, that provides strategic services and professional development uh, and i am telling you what from um in from an uh, An early uh, Capitol Hill internship, um, she was able to get elected uh, Sacramento City um, United School Board to Sacramento City United School Board position, um, and had a twenty-year career as a nonprofit executive. Um, so she certainly comes to the table with uh, uh, much equipment <laughs> uh, and much history and much experience to talk about leadership and giving us some uh, some tips for leadership. So that's coming up right after this quick commercial break. Don't you move. Keep hanging out here with us on the Charvette Mitchell Radio Show.
0: It's the Charvette Mitchell Radio Show. Charvette will be back after this.
1: Are you single or do you travel alone and want added protection? Bettina Mason of Damsel in Defense provides personal protection products so that you have security on the go with items such as pepper spray and stun guns. Visit www.onefearlessone.com. Shop for products or host your own Damsel in Defense party. Bettina's mission is to equip empower and educate women to protect themselves visit www.onefearlessone.com to shop online and learn more
5: pursue your purpose and choose to live be liberated improve vivacious and enlightened embracing your inner woman aims to empower inspire and encourage you to make your declaration now visit ladyanikastewart.com we offer counseling such as mental health substance abuse faith-based and business consultations this is where dreams become reality visit lady does
1: your church or ministry have a website are you a local artist or author that has an established web presence if you answer no to any of these questions you're letting countless opportunities pass you by I'm Charvette Mitchell. Mitchell Productions was created with your needs in mind. We will provide you with stylish and economical online marketing solutions. From email marketing to your own website, Mitchell Productions caters to ministries, nonprofits, small businesses and special events. Check out our portfolio at Mitchell-Productions.com In today's world a website is not a luxury it's a necessity and Mitchell Productions can create your website in a stylish manner at a very economical price. Don't let business, customers or new congregation members pass you by. Visit Mitchell Productions today at www.Mitchell-Productions.com Let us showcase your organization to the world.
0: Industry Buzz with 3 com. Join in today on the movement to bring integrity back to media. With one click of a button, you can disseminate your information right from Industry Buzz to all your favorite social sites like Facebook, Twitter, MySpace, and to your email contact. Maximize your vision today. Plus, get the latest news, entertainment, and media. Need fashion or makeup tips? Looking for a job? Connect with us today. Want to connect with other business visionaries? Connect with us today. This site is for everyone, from teens to music lovers. From businessmen and women, industry professionals, and performers. As a member of Industry Buzz with 3Z, you'll gain help promoting your vision. Industry Buzz with 3 zs will expose, expand, and keep your fan base up to date with all your happenings. Members also receive free or discounted perks from various sponsored companies. So join the social network. Expand and stabilize your business. Connect with like-minded individuals. Need an artist to minister at your upcoming event? Look on Industry Buzz. Have a voice and submit your article to our e-magazine. Industry Buzz with 3 zs is the place to globalize your vision. Establish it today. Be heard. It's all on industrybuzzwith 3 zscom
5: A Renewed Mind, led by Coach Veronica, teaches black women to start over and create a life they love through self-reinvention, reclaiming themselves as a priority, and taking action towards their desires. Visit arenewedmindtoday.com. We have found that the most issues within our relationships, career, and self-worth stem from us forgetting to care for ourselves as much as we do for others. The void this creates causes stress, resentment, and frustration. If you are feeling stuck, wondering what else your life has to offer, or ready to experience what being your first priority feels like, let A Renewed Mind and Coach Veronica be your guide. Let our coaching services help you find the new you. Visit A Renewed Mind Today
0: She's here to motivate, excite, and influence you. She's Charvette Mitchell. Charvette Charvette Mitchell. Mitchell. It's the Charvette Mitchell Radio Show with in-depth interviews from today's leading authors, gospel artists, stars that you want to know about. And now, Charvette Mitchell. All
1: right, all right. Welcome back again to the Charvette Mitchell Radio Show, broadcasting from the capital city of Richmond, Virginia, but heard all across the world wide web hello 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 to all of our listeners that are coming in from twitter and from facebook and from charvette.com and from our uh broadcast stations and our rebroadcast stations and from itunes and from our mobile app and charvette.com okay i think i got it all. Oh, i think i said charvette.com twice that's okay <laughs> we are waving virtually at you guys um thank you so much for being with us here today uh on the talk show i'm telling you what 2017 is off to an amazing start. You know what I like about the new year? Some people get twisted. Some people get tied up. Some people get upset when they see people either on social media or declaring that they have um, made a resolution or they are, you know, wiping the slate clean and they're going to do this in the new year. And I see sometimes people will post, and say, well, I'm not doing resolutions, or they'll kind of diss or kind of knock those that are doing resolutions. And listen, this is my thought: I'm not. If you if you take the beginning of the year to wipe the slate clean, and it it, and it makes you feel like you have a new fresh start, and you want to endeavor to do something to improve yourself, no matter whatever that is, I say go for it. Like I don't know <laughs> why people get caught up in that type of thing, or they feel like people, well, you're going to make a resolution, you're just not going to keep it. You know what? If you want to start over, if this is your, free, your fresh, clean slate. I say go for it. I don't knock people for making resolution. so I just wanted to say that there. All right, so there you have it. Okay, um, but you know, as a social media coach, I do need to give you a couple of tips around social media for 2017. So there's a lot of trends out there. There's a lot of things out there, um, and since this whole like show is really about tips, helping you, Twitter and leadership and social media and all that good stuff, um, number one, definitely if you're leveraging Facebook, you want to put your toe in the water um, related to, yep, live streaming, because it is really where you're going to see the most engagement and the most interaction on your pages and so if you are promoting a book if you are writing a book if you are promoting any type of product any type of service even a non-profit or ministry by far live streaming is where you will see a boost if you feel like "Hmm, i feel like i have been saying the same thing to the same people or i'm not getting a lot of attention or attraction on social media on facebook in particular even if you just put your your toe in the water and say, "Let me check out this Facebook Live thing," and it's it's simple to do. You know, all you need is a smartphone, and if you have the Facebook app downloaded on your phone, so you will need to have the app on your phone. And where you go into the app, um, just like you go in to either upload a picture to share on your page or to type in a status, there is an option to go live. You simply click that button and you will see that your phone will turn to a video screen, basically. And it's either going to be uh, away from you or it's going to be facing you. You have the option to control that. You can uh, push a little button that will say, I want the camera off of me and, and somewhere out in the, in, in the open or I want the camera on me. And then once you go live, you want to make sure you just type in a, a title. Put a title so people know what you're going to be talking about so that people know what topics that you're going to cover. Um, oftentimes people will jump on Facebook Live, and um, they don't put a title in, and then they'll jump on Facebook Live, and they'll start saying, okay, you guys, you know, share this share this Facebook Live, and they'll spend like five minutes asking people to share the video, and we're sitting looking at the video saying, we don't even know what you're going to talk about because you didn't even give, you didn't even give us a title. Okay, so you want to put a title in. You know what? Make the title catchy because you know that's going to grab people's attention um, right away if it's a title or a topic that people are interested in hearing about or talking about. So you want to put a title in. The beauty of Facebook Live is that when you hit that button and when you put your title in, then Facebook starts to go to work for you. Yeah. So then Facebook says, okay, we're building your audience. And and Facebook will even put a little note there uh, on the actual video while you are live. They'll have a note there saying, hey, keep talking, keep going, you know, keep it up because we're building your audience. And so what Facebook is doing is they are sending notifications out on your behalf. This is the only thing on Facebook – that has this kind of automatic notification uh, thing other than events, which technically you have to click and and ask people to come to an event and then they send a notification. But the only thing that's an automatic notification right now is Facebook Live. So once you go live, they start working for you and they start sending a notification and pinging those that are following you to say, hey, Charvette's live. Hey, come join. Come watch Charvette. She just went live. And so people like live because live means anything that happens. Like this show was live. So whatever happens, whatever goes on, what doesn't go on, it is all happening live. And people like that. And guess what? People are more forgiving with a, a Facebook live video. So you don't have to have, you know, all of this makeup, you know, for the ladies that are watching. You don't have to have this gorgeous background, and you don't have to be all dressed up. Now, you don't want to, you want to represent your brand. Let me be clear. I'm not saying just roll out of the bed and jump on Facebook Live, although there are people that do that. That's not my recommendation. My recommendation is that you look decent because you still have to represent your brand. But people's expectation of, you know, your surroundings, your background, what you have on is lower versus a fully produced video that you have a videographer come in and do and you post onto YouTube. Their expectations are much lower and they are more forgiving. So that's a good thing for you because then you don't have to have All of that stuff to be effective on video so you've hit the live button you put in a great topic Facebook is out there working saying we're building your audience and then you start seeing people coming into your Facebook live okay now you don't want to wait for people to come into your live what you want to do is you want to start talking right away and let me give you I'm going to tell you what you want to cover in your Facebook live this is like live like real-time Facebook coaching with Charvette right here, okay? Hashtag coaching with vet. That's my hashtag. We talked about hashtag earlier. Number one, you want to introduce yourself at the top of the video. Don't wait because here's, here's the reason. Even though you're live right now and you may not see anybody in the video, number one, there could be people there and you just didn't, you just don't know that they're there yet. But number two, and more importantly, is that Facebook is recording you while you're live. Which means when you finish your Facebook Live broadcast, immediately on your page, your full video is available for people to watch. So the people that missed you going live, that's okay. They can still come back to your page and watch the full video. So that's why from the very beginning of your Facebook Live, you want to be on. You want to be introducing yourself, number one. You want to introduce yourself, tell people who you are, tell them what you have to offer or um, what you have that you are trying to promote. So right off the bat, they should know who you are, what you have to offer um, right off of the bat. Then, number two, you want to go into your topic. So whatever you put in that title, you want to elaborate on the topic that you're going to be covering for that particular Facebook Live, all right? So you want to tell them up front, introduction. Number two, you want to give them the topic, and you can expound on what you're going to cover in the topic. Uh, Now, some of you might be saying, well, I don't even know what I'm going to say. (laughs) Charvette, you're telling me to introduce myself and you're telling me to come up with a topic, and I don't even have a clue of what I would talk about all right, so let me give you some recommendations let's Let's start with authors since we've been talking about authors and writers I'm going to go down a list of them but let's say you are an, you are an author or a writer. you can do a Facebook live. Reading a snippet of your book Let's say your book is already out You could jump on Facebook Live and say Hey I'm going to share, I'm going to do a reading Actually I'm going to read some of my book and share that You could do a character synopsis So maybe you jump on Facebook Live And what you do is kind of a deep dive Talk about one of the characters Maybe all of it is not in the book But you can expand and add color And commentary around a particular character Just to make them come alive you could do a Facebook Live at a book signing, so at an event. So this particular option, you know, you don't have to be sitting in front of the camera kind of giving out content. It's more just bringing people along and, sh- you know, having the video on you or either on people at the event, showing them what's going on, showing them uh, you setting up for the event. Maybe you just got your first book in the mail. You got a big box from FedEx that got delivered to your door, and um, you're you're sitting there and you're saying, okay, um, I am going to open up this huge box of books, uh, you know, and I am ready to, you know, show you guys my new books. All right. So perhaps that's what you could do. So that's an example of those are some of the things you could cover in a Facebook Live, all right? Those are some of the things that you can cover in a Facebook Live. And so that's just for authors. And then you just go on with your live, your introduction. You cover your, tell people your topic, then cover your topic or show them what you want to show them, and then introduce your, reintroduce yourself again for people that joined your Facebook Live later. And then, guess what? You just keep it moving, and then you can wrap up your Facebook Live. Always remember to share your website address so that people will know where to go to find more information out or to buy whatever product or service you have. And if you don't have a website, check me out at charvettemitchell.com. So let me run to our phone lines here uh, and bring up our next guest, or I may take a question from um, a caller as well. All right, so I'm going to number ending with 7189. All right, Uh, 7189, you're live on the Charvette Mitchell Radio Show. Who do we have?
4: Hello, Charvette, this is Dawn. How are you?
1: Hello, Don. Hello. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Awesome, 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 awesome. Listen, oh, we're excited. I did a great uh, intro of you earlier, uh, nationally recognized speaker and leadership strategist and uh, published author, and so we're just glad to have you on the show here. All right, so let's, let's jump in, Don. Don, uh, tell the listeners a little bit just about your background and how you got into um, talking and sharing about leadership.
4: Yes, and thanks so much for having me on the show. I was delighted to hear some of the highlights from your other guests talking about hashtags for authors and writers. And so as an author and a writer, I was excited to hear that because that is how I got into doing it as an avid reader and as someone who really got into leadership roles by being actively involved in doing things, helping others. That's exactly how I got started and founded Flourish Leadership Group for that purpose. To help be a resource to other aspiring leaders, to help refine those who are further along in their path. So I'm delighted to be here. Thank you.
1: Oh, you're welcome. And so um, you've had a 20 year career as a nonprofit uh, executive. Um, so tell us kind of over that 20 year span, what, what were some things you learned about leadership? Oh,
4: wow. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Where do I start? I I think that it was (laughs) such an exciting journey, Uh, a 20-year in variety of roles, in senior executive roles, executive director, and really management oversight, and really learning about people was the number one experience I had with helping to build relationships and networking and building alliances. I would say that's one. Um, Two is really learning to understand about the leadership role itself about thinking about helping to nurture others, not just an opportunity to get to that next step. Um, And I think three, really, in those years of being able to be in a capacity to help other people, I was delighted to be someone who was a resource. So whether it was information or tools or experiences that I had, I was so delighted to be just a resource in in many ways. So lots of learning experiences.
1: Wow. And uh, people are – Interesting. So, yes, working, <laughs> working and learning about people uh, is definitely a never-ending uh, never-ending journey, uh, never-ending at all. And so um, the birth of and, and the founding of Flourish Leadership Group, LLC, tell us a little bit about that.
4: Absolutely. I decided that I needed to help people take their personal and professional leadership to another level. And so I decided to not only develop the book, which is where the impetus to Flourish Leadership started, with really documenting the concepts and helping people get to a next level. Second, I was really helping people one-on-one. So it really started my coaching business and being a resource to young people who wanted to do more, um, community leaders, organizations, and then really corporations, and led to consulting efforts. And so really all of that, leading into a full-blown business of being a a, um, community resource, but also being an advocate and being someone who trains. And so I use my books and training guides as resources, and then I also just learn from those who I help. Um, There's so much opportunity out there. So I'm really excited that it has birthed into something remarkable over the last decade.
1: Yeah. Awesome. And uh, listeners, I should add as well that uh, Don has a bachelor's degree in psychology from Howard University and a master's degree in public policy, MPP, from Georgetown University. All right. So, um, you know, there's the age old question, Don. Is a leader born or can a leader be made? Uh, You know, there people struggle with that on both sides of the fence. Do you have a view or feeling either way?
4: You know, I think that leaders are certainly both. Uh, It can be innate Mm -hmm. in that people are certainly in that position. I'm an eldest child, and I think I fell into a leadership role by being default in the house. Set an example for my siblings. (laughs) But I certainly think that it's also about people thinking strategically about how they can develop leadership skills over time. Um, If it's a PTA mom saying, what can I do to be a better leader in my organization? Or if it's a church leader, a faith-based community leader saying, what can they do to be more of a servant leader to their parishioners? I think that it's something that is a combination thereof. And so I've studied leadership. I eat, sleep, and breathe leadership. It is certainly something that I'm fascinated by, um, as well as, as of late, toxic leadership and understanding how we can help each other become better leaders when there's a toxic part of um, leadership. Oh, wow. Okay, so that that's def- that's a whole
1: show right there by itself. Toxic <laughs> leadership. I can, I can see that yeah. being a whole entire show. All right, so uh, for those that are listening saying, again, you know, the new year, a fresh start, I, there's goals and ambitions I have. I I've, I've, I feel like I've got a rebirth. I'm ready to put some energy behind it. And they want to improve or enhance their leadership skills. Uh, you know, take it away with just talking about your guidance uh, and tips around leadership.
4: Right. Well, I think that there are a number of ways people can um, look at what I call, just like in the real estate world, location, location, location (laughs) in Uh leadership. It's the same thing, focus, focus, focus. Um, So many times we think we have to do it all. We have to be on top of it all or grasp it all. And Jewel Diamond Taylor, noted author of Success Gems, wrote that it's the main thing is the main thing. And so the same mm. concepts apply here for leaders. Just do what you do and do it well and focus on that. And then if you're trying to learn something, master it and get better at it and refining. It. It's a pretty simple combination, but most of us, including self, forget. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wow, focus. And so
1: um, is, is there an indication that someone could look at to say, okay, I'm a good leader? Or is there a kind of assessment to say, I'm already like a good leader, or I'm like, mm, my leadership skills are, they stink, they're in the toilet?
4: <laughs> <laughs> I think that there's a combination of that as well. Um, people can always do personal assessments. Um, a couple of years ago, I did get a leader certification a leadership certification um, from an institute out west because I felt like there was that need for people to constantly use assessments and tools to guide themselves. And so there are those, but I think we can use personal benchmarks. One of the areas that I highlight in my book Leadership Building Blocks is about how people can really just do a personal checkpoint, just stopping for a moment and figuring out if they're where they want to be with their leadership or if there's someplace else. Um, It really is about making it seem... um, perfect example we're in an age of technology and my goodness I'm thinking in the last 30 years 40 we've gone from mimeographs to fax machines to emails floppy disks and now everything is instant message and so isn't it yeah. remarkable that we have all of this we as leaders have to reinvent ourselves and do checkpoints if you're still using the good old-fashioned fax machine that's okay that's all right snail mail is okay but Gosh, I Mm -hmm. am, and instant communication is the way to go. And you know as well as anyone, website and social media coaching, it is so, so timely.
3: Yes.
1: Oh my goodness, self assessment. Again, listeners, if you're just tuning in, hey there, uh, welcome to the Charvette Mitchell Radio Show. Uh, and we're chatting it up here with Don McCoy. Uh, check out flourishleadership.com. Uh, if you're hanging out at charvette.com, I've got a great blog post there about Don. Uh, and we're just giving you some leadership tips. And so you've been posting, Don, uh, on Facebook. So I'm, I'm just going to Steal some of the leadership tips that you have been posting, love for you to expound um, a little bit on them. So you posted one called uh, that says people will never define you for how many times you fall, but how many times that you stand up. Uh, Joe Malone, talk a little bit about
4: that leadership tip. Absolutely. That one was so pivotal for me personally because I think as a leader, And having different capacities of leadership roles where I've been put in a leadership role or I've changed opportunity or the landscape changed, it was constantly a process of trying to learn, wow, how can I make sure that I'm going to get back up again or that I'll reinvent myself again? And so I think too many times we as leaders criticize ourselves for not doing more to prepare Mm -hmm. ourselves that the world is changing around us. (laughs) We have to be ready. (laughs) We have to be ready. And so for me personally, it is always about making sure that I get back up. If I'm knocked down or if I'm like, well, wait a minute, this scene just changed or the landscape just changed. We talk about instant communication, for example. As leaders, we have got to be on top of our game, communicating with our followers, our audiences, those who entrust us. We need to be able to communicate readily And so I think it is about trying to constantly do that. We see it in business. We see it in technology. We see it in medicine. And so why don't we as personal stewards of our own leadership development make sure we do that as well? Mm, personal stewards and no one is going to care about your leadership
1: and your development as much as you even if you have the best manager the best mentor the best yes. whoever in the world they're still not going to care as much about your development as you do or you should all right yes. so that's yes. good that's good um, another, I love it, you had um, leadership resolutions, uh, and I already put did my little soapbox about that I'm fine with resolutions. Other, other people having issues, I'm fine with them. Um, but you have a leadership resolution <laughs> that you posted that says either you run the day
4: or the day runs you. Talk about that mm,
3: one.
4: So, so very true. We often can get caught up and sidetracked and really not mm-hmm. be able to focus our time and energy. And um, Og Mendingo, one of the uh, practical leaders and philosophers of leadership, talks about we get sidetracked by activities, and we don't really achieve, again, that main thing, that focus. And so it is about making sure that we're constantly retooling and doubling down. Yeah. Um, and it's okay if everyone has – I love what you said about New Year's resolutions. I think that is awesome. And I think for people to do a, a quarterly check-in if they're entrepreneurs – or if they're athletes or if they're teachers around the school or calendar year, um, we have obligations to ourselves and as stewards to that next generation of leaders to constantly be thinking about how we can do more and improve what we do. And so I post what comes from my heart and what I've personally experienced, triumphs, tribulations, and also just all the rest that comes in between. And so I think if we make sure we're better stewards of our time, our day will not get away from us. The time will not get away from us. Uh, we all have electronic gadgets now. We can we can nickel and dime our time, so we can, there's a better way to make sure we're always on on top of that. All right, wonderful, wonderful. Okay,
1: another leadership tip. Uh, My mother taught me very early to believe I could achieve any accomplishment I wanted to. The first was to walk without braces, and that's Mm -hmm. Wilma Rudolph. Uh, Tell me why you kind of pulled that
4: out as a leadership tip. I felt like Wilma Rudolph, who was such a dynamic Olympian, a woman who had overcome not only physical, emotional, and probably social challenges as being an African-American woman in the 50s, 60s, trying to achieve something in many ways that had never been done. She was a champion and advocate. And having a disability and being an African-American woman, running in the Olympics, a woman at that time in history, I really think it was powerful that she was able to embrace her adversity and embrace the obstacles that were in front of her and just run for the wind. Just yeah. I'm, I'm just always amazed. Isn't it amazing? Isn't it amazing? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. like where do
1: they get that, that tenacity? But they just grab a hold to leadership. They grab a hold to like her mother who was a leader, you know, that could speak mm-hmm. into her life. It's like mm-hmm. people who are leaders grab a hold to those things and they stick with them.
4: Mm, Exactly, exactly. And that is where her mother may not have been the Olympic athlete. She poured into her in the way we talk about legacy and creating opportunities for leaders to improve other leaders. And so think about how she was an influence to all these young ladies today who can just be Olympic champions without anyone even thinking a second thought that women and people with disabilities and people of color can compete on the landscape a national and world landscape and so it gives every person of all abilities an ability to say i can be a leader in my own right i can take my disabilities and my disadvantages and turn them into the positive um you know it just really is is a personal thing i know i did that as an underdog running for political office oh she won't win she's so young she doesn't know anything and Goodness gracious, didn't I prove them all wrong? First time running for yes, office, and it did. was great. <laughs>
3: yes, you did. Wow, I love that. I love the
1: hashtag Flourish Leadership. Uh, Don, while uh, listeners are hanging in, listening to us, uh, share your contact information and website and social media, mm-hmm. all that good stuff.
4: Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Folks can find me a couple of places out there. My website is Leadership. Dot com. That's f l o u r i s h leadership.com. They so can also find me on Twitter and Periscope. My handle is at don mccoy 02. That's at don mccoy 02. And on Facebook, where I am camping out a lot, <laughs> is um, don mccoy books. And I'm excited because I love reading books, writing books, and talking about books and literature related to leadership. So Facebook is where I am maximizing and uh, pumping things out through Twitter and other social media as well about leadership development. So I appreciate that folks can reach out to me there.
1: Wonderful. And listen, we have a question coming uh, from hashtag coaching with vet Facebook community, which I am a proud founder of. And uh, glad to have you, Don, as a proud member uh, in the Facebook group. But we have author Latanya Boyd has posted a question, and she says, uh, What defines a leader? What
4: defines a leader? Mm, that's a great question. I think there are a couple of ways. There are obviously all the traditional John Maxwells and Buckingham, Nelson and Fulgram, all of the official documented leader opinions. Mm. Someone who has followers is a clear definition. And someone who is impacting others and having influence is a definition. But I challenge everyone to really think about what that means on a personal level. Because we can all say we have followers, but are we engaging them? Are Mm -hmm. we putting the right talents in the right places? And so we might be someone who's in charge of things and we might be leading, but are we really motivating those people and plugging them in in the right way to to have their God-given talents used in the appropriate way? And so I challenge us all to think of leadership beyond the the textbook and traditional, which is what I've done. I've blown the margins off of it and said, what do we need to do to think about um, leadership and what it means? Um, So I'm very excited. That was a great question. I think I get often asked, what is a definition, if you will?
1: Yeah, all right. Thank you, author Latanya Boyd, for your question. Uh, And again, as you mentioned, you have a book out, and that's available, um, Leadership Building Blocks. Uh, And so a little bit about that, um, An Insider's Guide to Success. uh, When they pick up a copy of that, what are a couple of things that they'll find in that
4: book? Absolutely. Leadership Building Blocks is based upon my experience as a politico, an opportunity that I had to serve on Sacramento City School Board, and they'll find seven core principles. Before I left the position voluntarily, I said, you know what, what can I do to help others? And so seven core principles that are resounding, in my opinion, about vision and courage and balance and fortitude, making sure that we're always networking, but most importantly, that we're leaving a legacy. And so those seven principles are wrapped up and encapsulate also a worksheet, um, obviously different ways and tools. I put tools little gems throughout the book because that's the way I wanted to read it to enjoy not just reading text but to have little diamonds and uh, awards and thumbs up so I think it's something that in my opinion is a tool that can be used and I say it is an insider's guide (laughs) (laughs) an
1: insider's guide and how can listeners pick up a copy
4: A copy of the book can be retrieved on my website at flourishleadership.com. They can also get a copy out on amazon.com. So I welcome viewers to go ahead and check that out. Um, We'll be having a flash sale because, you know, the Super Bowl is coming up. So, you know, make sure that everyone stays tuned for everything going on on flourishleadership.com. I'm going to be penning a few new books and training guides in the next few months uh, because I really feel like it's important. I'm, constantly learning and I want to continue to pour into other leaders so stay tuned more leadership to come
1: <laughs> and listen you have put your um, your money where your mouth is because listeners if you jump over to flourish uh, leadership dot com you'll see blog topics and in the leadership category there are 165 uh things that you can 165 things you can find uh, in the blog topics category related to leadership uh you know versus some others. so that's got the highest uh, looks like cor- um, Courage and Tenacity is coming in a, a close second, but that's okay. still 89 topics. So <laughs> that's a great place um, to just hang out over at uh, FlourishLeadership.com, pick up a copy of the book, and all that good stuff, it'll, it, it will be uh, amazing for you. And so do you think that leadership shows up, you know, whether it's politics or whether it's business or whether it's corporate America, um, do you feel like the, the leadership – tips and skills really apply no matter what kind of leadership, even the church, what kind of leadership role you have?
4: Absolutely. I know that as a young child I used to visit my grandfather's church and it was always watching him in a role as a minister and his mm-hmm. capacity to be a resource always to the community and to always be very casual and informal in his leadership role. He didn't need to to lead from the bully pulpit from you know, Sunday morning He walked around the neighborhood, and he was a leader everywhere. I know that some of the folks who i followed, and I I use athletes as an example. I I was active in high school sports. And so I looked at so many of those athletes and others who are leaders in their own right, Jackie Joyner-Kersee and others. I think, obviously, um, Michael Phelps, you know, swimmer. And so the folks who have overcome challenges and opportunity to say they're leaders in their own right, and so I come from the angles of where I've been, but I also try to always read and learn more about the experiences of others to understand mm-hmm. how leadership transcends industry and religion and race and politics and all the business. I mean, leadership is, is a foundation of what all of us personally should aspire to do better
1: All right. And as a leadership strategist and a coach, um, you're available to work one-on-one in small groups uh, setting as well. Uh, And so how can people connect with you if they they need one-on-one strategy and coaching with you?
4: Absolutely. To drill down deeper, people can reach out to me at dmccoy at flourishleadership.com. And my email available on the website. They can also obviously go to flourishleadership.com. And there's an inquiry form to submit information. Folks want to set up an opportunity for themselves or for their leadership team. I do corporate trainings and obviously work with public sector as well to be able to be a resource. um, With church groups, absolutely, to come out and talk to the youth, uh, Women's Day and others. Because it's so important that we make sure that we're getting leadership training across the board. Um, I'm excited to have an opportunity to share because I think that it's something that sort of not a, a lost art, but we sometimes can take for granted that leadership just comes naturally um, yeah. or that we yeah. have people in tradition. So Absolutely.
1: Wonderful. Well, I'm telling you what, uh, the goal of my show is to motivate, excite, and influence, and we want to know what continues to motivate you.
4: What motivates me? Wow, that is fascinating. (laughs) A good book always. (laughs) I have a, a number of things. I am a music lover, so I tell you, every time I hear some good music, particularly jazz, Um, but some music really motivates me to write. And I think that also the way that I hear of of some of these young artists coming along in their music development, I'm always excited to see that. And so that does motivate me to say, wow, how can I help these young musicians um, aspire with the skills, again, with Leadership Foundation, um, to have balance in what they do, to be thinking about becoming teachers music teachers or others and so that's a great question charvette i've never been asked that one.
3: <laughs> oh, this
4: is what i do this is what i do And <laughs> <Yeah, no, laughs> well, you honest. do it well
3: <laughs> <laughs> thank you
1: it's been a pleasure to feature you here on the charlotte yes. radio show and
4: i'm just wishing you much more continued success absolutely thank you so much for having me on the show and i look forward to being in touch again Absolutely, you
1: are you are welcome. Thank you. All right, listeners, um, that's going to be a wrap for today. We appreciate you all joining us and checking us out here. And uh, we have much more in store for you for 2017 season. Charvette.com